0: Welcome to the Mom Boss Motivation Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl. I'm so happy you're here to hear about that mom boss life. I'm finally following that feeling that I've always had in my heart that I'm just meant for more and just going for it. We will dive into different experiences, talk to fellow mom bosses and friends to strengthen our journeys to awesomeness. Thank you for listening. And remember, every day is an opportunity to grow. So grow and get it. Hope you enjoy this week's episode. Love you. Hello, and welcome to the Mom Boss Motivation Podcast. I have a very special guest with me today. Her name is Allison, and she goes by the organization Maven. And I met her through a blog. I'm part of the OC Mom Collective blog and I saw Allison was part of the contributor group. So I immediately friended everyone in that group um, because I wanted to get to know more people in Orange County because I'm a newbie here and Allison has been so helpful in growing my mom boss motivation podcast and people and group and community and um, she's just a great connector in the community and I'm so happy to have her today. So let's welcome Allison. Hi Hi. Allison. (laughs) Um, So I'm very excited for you to be here as I just said and I'm excited for you to be part of the Mom Boss Mentality Retreat coming up on September 27th and so let's just go right into it and can you tell us tell the listeners about you and um, like where you're from and how you're a mom boss and let's start there. Okay
1: so uh, I'm Allison Almond. I grew up here in Orange County. I've lived here my whole life and I've actually moved 30 times and but all within this Orange County. (laughs) So I've moved 30 times And uh, the shortest was only three months, and the longest has been, like, two or three years. Uh, So just a lot of things came up in our lives, and we just ended up moving a lot. And so that made me just really, like, aware. And every time I moved, I kind of learned from it. And um, so now I have it, like, totally down pat on how to move in, like, eight hours or less. (laughs) And so I'm a home organizer, and I... Definitely have the um, the thought process or the brain and in, um, in intuition to be an organizer. Um, I remember at a very early age of like seven or eight years old, my mom would um, put me on the greeting card aisle at the grocery store. I'm the youngest of six, so she would make me go grocery shopping with her so I could push the second shopping cart. So she would take the first shopping cart and – tackle half of the store which the greeting cards was usually the middle aisles so um so anyway so I would actually organize the greeting cards you know like when you pick up a card and you think it's sympathy but then it's happy birthday you're over 50 and then you put it back and then you look for another sympathy card and you know so it's frustrating that they weren't matched up right so I would match them up and then my mom would come and get me and I'd push the second shopping cart um and follow her around the rest of that so um, so I think that was probably my first organizing experience. I specifically remember being on the, the canned veggie aisles and she would say, I would be fixing the, um, the cans, turning them forward and making sure that they were in a line. And I remember her saying, we don't have time to fix the store that's the employee's job, you know, keep up. We got to push the cart. And I'd just be like, but wait, let me fix the beans. Let me fix this. And so, uh, so I just remember at some point I got demoted from going to the grocery store with her because they actually made her slower. Like she wanted to be in and out, and and I was like, no, we have to fix the store. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so you have yeah. a, you also have a daughter, and yep. can you tell us about your mom experience as? and being so i lucked out
1: with the most easiest kid on earth. She has been so easy and so um so such a young adult. Like so uh she might be 12 years old, but she's like 12 going on like 27. Like she <laughs> just so responsible, so aware of her surroundings so aware of the community, uh, you know, current events and uh, she's way more political than I am. She knows way more of what's going on on the political stuff. Like, you know, like she yells at the TV and stuff and half the time I don't know what she's even yelling about. Like, I don't know the difference between red states and blue states. I don't know any of that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. she does. And then she tries to educate me and I'm like, doesn't matter. I'm not voting. Don't don't waste your breath. Wow. <laughs> but, and she's a seventh grader, and we're home distance learning, and uh, and school is easy for us. She logs on and then logs off and does her homework, and there's no need for me to help or sit over her shoulder or um, interact or make sure. Like she she's got it. Like she I'm I, I leave her alone and I I do my thing and she does her thing.
0: That's so lucky. <laughs> so I. I- so, I truly
1: feel that I that that's probably the easy. The parenting her is like the easiest thing on earth. And I was like, oh, she's gonna be tough as a teenager. Okay, we've had some tough things, but we've already gotten through them. So I just I don't think it's gonna get any worse than it has.
0: That's good, but she's technically not a teenager yet.
1: Technically, yeah. she's a preteen. But yeah. there's a lot of teenager events that we've already dealt with. Like okay, we've
0: already. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's great. Um, And you're so lucky. And uh, that's great that you don't have to deal with the distance learning stuff, because I know a lot of moms are having a tough time. But let's go into like how you became the organization maven. You talked about how you grew up in the grocery store. But how did you become officially the organization maven?
1: So I've always organized. Uh, I did my first glimpse of How I am now, I organized garages in 1999, Uh, I did quite a bit of uh, organizing and taking inventory on small businesses, they would have warehouses, and I would kind of organize that, and then um, I was raised um, by old fashioned parents that felt that my job it was if I wasn't going to be in the house raising children I had to be in an office and I had to be like an administrative assistant or an office manager or the assistant to the CEO Um, I wasn't really like allowed to pursue my dreams because it was expected that I work in an office and work you know 40 hours a week and make X amount of money and my dreams weren't important and so I kept working in an office, and I kept quitting or getting fired. Uh, I would—I uh, hated being chained to the desk. I, yes, I'm very organized, and yes, I can organize office supplies and files and things, but I was very miserable at the monotony and the office politics and just having to be there from 9 to 5. That just drove me nuts, or 8 to 5, or whatever it was. I never showed up to work on time, and I take long lunches, and I would beg to do a Starbucks run just to get out of the office and do something. I just didn't like any of that. I always was a good employee. I just my attitude wasn't well. So, anyways, I kept quitting. And then every time I quit, I would start cleaning houses and start organizing people's houses. And so then in 2010, I got fired from a job and I was actually cracking jokes through the exit interview. And they kept saying, you know, we're firing you. We're not writing you up again. I'm like, I know. I'm so thankful. I'm going to start cleaning houses because I, I just, I'm so glad you're fired
0: sorry. My dog. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, that's no, my anyways, dog. Well-
1: so let me speed it up. So after that, I started being a personal assistant. I called myself Allison Allman, personal concierge, and I did all the chores and tasks that no one had time to do, and I did a lot of laundry and a lot of grocery shopping, and this was before we had Instacart, so I'd actually go grocery shopping, and then I would actually put it away in my client's home, and I would take their laundry to a coin-op, and then I would put it away in their closets. Wow. So I charged wow. a little more, but the putting away factor is what sold me on every single project because they're like oh I can go to the grocery store and I'm like yeah you can but you have to go to soccer practice and you' got to come home and there's nothing ready to eat so I'm gonna do grocery shopping for you put it away and then start the crock pot or start put things on the stove and leave it on simmer or I'm gonna start a load of laundry so that when you walk in the door the meal is ready your groceries are put away and yeah it's gonna cost a little more but I had a lot of clients but I really wanted to do organizing and I really didn't want to do laundry and grocery shopping anymore so then I just started accepting more and more organizing and less and less of the others and at some point I just was so busy with organizing I just stopped offering so Two years ago, I switched to the organization Maven because personal concierge didn't fit anymore because people would be like, well, why is this on your website if you're not really doing those services? And I'm like, because I don't know what to call myself, so I'm just leaving it up for now and we'll deal with it later. And so I remember going on to Facebook and telling someone, hey, we got to change it. I can't be a personal concierge because I'm not a concierge anymore. I'm an organ." and so someone said why don't you call yourself the organization maven and i go okay so i google maven and i go oh, that's exactly me okay we're changing it so it took like 30 seconds and i changed it on all my profiles and then i just kind of went from there so there was a long but it was wow. it gave me a experience to deal with just different things and different situations
0: <laughs> that is an awesome story. I didn't um, know that about you because I don't know you that well, but I love that story that you came from an office job and you're like, why am I doing this? I need to do something else. And then you found what you really like to do. And it just came pretty naturally. And that's it, really cool. Yeah, it just-
1: no one knew me as an organizer, so I had to do the concierge stuff, and I had to do the house cleaning stuff because I had to make ends meet. But then the more I started, like, you know, talking more about organizing and accepting more organizing jobs, then I became more known. And so then I'm like, okay, I don't have to do the house cleaning anymore, and I don't have to do the laundry anymore because uh, that stuff doesn't, isn't needed to be done anymore. Like, someone else can do it.
0: It's yeah. not for me. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you have any favorite organizers that you um, follow, or is this pretty much your own technique?
1: Uh, pretty much my own technique. I have found that um, most—I mean, not most—but I have found that other organizers in my area they just buy bins to hold the stuff, and I like to purge. And then have a small bin to put things in. To me, um, bins in general, doesn't matter if they're clear or not. They're black holes of craziness. And you can just shove things in them and shove it into the drawer or shove it into your closet. And it really doesn't assess the problem of having too much or having um, disorganization. So you can be, uh, so it can look pretty. Everything's in bins and those little cubicle, um, bookcases and they're all in bins, but then you open the bin and you have no idea what's in it. And then you're just trying to, you know, get everything off the, the dining room table and then you're shoving it into those bins.
0: Yeah. So I like to
1: find each bin and then really see if it really needs to be in a bin. Like maybe we'll take the books out and put them, you know, out on the bookcase, or maybe you don't need 12 scissors, you know, and you really only need three scissors. So I want you to pick the sharpest scissors, the scissors that you know feel the best, and then we trash or donate the difference. And then you keep three, and then you just put them in drawers or something like that. I try to make things more efficient and um, define each space. I think that's kind of what sets me apart is I define each space. So a kitchen is a kitchen. It's not a craft room. It's not a dumping ground for when you walk in the door. It's not. It's, it's just a kitchen, and you just do kitchen things in there. And then, um, so multi-purpose rooms are kind of hard for me in the sense that we I make each wall be its own thing. So if you have a multi-purpose room and it has three or four purposes, then one wall is one purpose, and then the next wall is the other purpose. And so that's the only way I can categorize it. But for the most part, I try to make rooms room.
0: Right. So I have. I'm sitting in a multi-purpose room, so you'd probably get freaked out by it. Uh, one, well,
1: it it's just well. The thing is, is if you don't set a certain area to put all of the same purpose items, then you there's when you go to clean up, that's you you don't know where things go because it's a multi-purpose room. So yes. you have to almost like like I don't know, kind of make an imaginary X for the room, like you know. So then everything in, in this vector is all you know that thing and everything in this vector and so it's really tough so when you have a multi-purpose room it's just really tough to keep it defined
0: yeah i mean
1: i've been able i mean i'll go in and do it but i just like i i always feel like i'm helping people and when the rooms have too many purposes it's too blurred of a thing so then i have to come back in six months and redefine not that i I'm trying to cure people, but I really want i really want it to be easy enough that they can maintain it, I guess.
0: So, right. You want to make it functional um, and so that they can keep it organized throughout their life. Yeah, <laughs> so is it I mean, hard when people um, don't want to purge?
1: Uh, yeah, we do a lot of negotiation and okay. a lot of kind of like realistic talk. Like if they're really insistent on keeping something, I kind of let it slide. And then something else that they're like, I really want to keep this. And I go, wait, wait, we already kept this over here. So which is it do you want more? Well, I want both of them. And then I'm like, okay, but you only have this much square footage. And so we can't do both of them. So one has to be more important than the other. And so I kind of feel like the inside is our living space and everything in it should be stuff that we need.
0: Right. And then something we
1: don't need either gets purged or goes to the garage because, um, we don't live out in the garage like we don't you know so so i have to kind of like be like this is like your prime real estate and this is your prime shelves that we want to keep clear or we want to keep defined and then you know and then stuff that we don't need but we still need to save goes out in the garage and so usually then later i'm like so did that stuff did you ever need it did it ever go back in the house and they're like no i'm like great let's donate (laughs) oh
0: nice so you come back so you usually come back that's really cool
1: I set deadlines for everyone, so they'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm like, okay, you have two weeks to do it, and I'm going to call you, and then I'm going to, you know, you know, call you out on it, and if you still haven't done it, I'm going to come by and pick it up and donate it, and then they kind of like, oh, my gosh, I have to do this. I have to do this, and then I'm like, great, you did it, and so then, and then I even called out a client recently. She went to keep two strollers. She, she knows that she should get rid of them because all of her kids have outgrown it, So, but she went take a picture of them in the stroller because there's so many memories attached to it so i said okay you got two weeks to pop each kid into each stroller and take pictures with your phone and she goes oh yeah i'm totally gonna do that so husband is rolling his eyes at what i told said you know he knows it's not gonna happen but i just said okay you have two weeks so i went back two weeks later to do work on a different room and i go hey have you been to the garage lately and she goes oh i love the garage and this and that i go no no have you taken pictures of the kids in the strollers? And I'm not kidding. Her whole face gets red, and she goes, "You're right. I haven't done that yet." I'm like so, then I get to donate them today. She goes, "No, two more weeks. Two more weeks." And I go, "Okay, fine." Oh thank goodness. Oh, but then I know that I'm going to end up donating them because right. she realized that the two weeks that she's never really going to do that. It's not really that important, but she thinks
0: it is. Yeah, <laughs> those like that's hard with the sentimental stuff. Um... These but, are just,
1: like, umbrella strollers that you got for $20. Like, these aren't, like, you know, fancy $5,000 strollers <laughs> or anything. Like, I can't even sell them. You know, or no one can sell them. Like, she's not going to, she's, they're so trash that you can't even, like, she can't even sell it on Facebook Marketplace. Because someone's going to take <laughs> one look at that going, that should be free. You know? Like, it's just, yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. So, what was your funnest project or the project that has made you the happiest?
1: Oh, I have a lot of them. You know, pretty much every pro, every uh, project is exciting. So I have the vision in my head, and my clients don't see it at all. And then halfway through the project, they're starting to be like, I don't know if we should have done this. Like this sounds, this feels like a disaster. And I'm like, just wait, it's gonna get better. And then they're like looking around, going like, uh, No, I don't think this is gonna get better. And then like as everything like slides into place, and then like fits into place, and everything, they're like oh 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 this is great and then especially the my favorites is like when the kids see the rooms afterwards like when i do a kid's room or a garage playroom or something the kids go wild because they're like screaming with excitement so that's like every day for me so i mean that's every day is a fun job for me like i have slowly realized like what I want to do every day and what I don't want to do. So every time I agree to do something and then I'm like, Oh man, I shouldn't be doing this. And so then the next time that, that topic comes up of do you want to do this? And I go down, no, I'm going to pass. You need to find someone else or, or nice.
0: something. So
1: every day is a fun day.
0: Good. You, you know what you mom, want and you can do what you want.
1: Love me. Dads love me. Like everyone loves me. Like at first, everyone hates me because they think <laughs> I'm taking away all their precious items. And then in the end, when they can play and everything, like, everyone, I get hugs. I, I did get a door slammed once by a little boy that was upset that I threw away his toys. But then Santa came and brought him a truckload of toys. So it didn't, didn't matter anymore. Right.
0: <laughs> so where would you like, so you do every th- job that you love, but where would you like to take the organization Maven in the future?
1: So the grand plan is to get on HGTV Where I'm an organizer that works in a garage makeover show or something to that equivalent. There's quite a few of those kitchen remodel shows and garage remodel shows, but they don't ever show the organizing that goes with it. Like they demo out all the stuff and then they put in the nice floors and they put in the nice cabinets and then, you know, then they have reveal day. But they never show the people's stuff in the cabinet. Like, it's probably like under a tent, you know, in bins somewhere. And so I want to be the organizer that puts everything in the cabinet. Then, when they do reveal day, you know, then they open everything up and then you open the cabinet and there's all their stuff. So I don't know if that's an on screen thing or an off screen thing. I don't really know. But so I'm working to try to get on HGTV whether they just use me behind the scenes or they put me on a show or they put me on another show. I, I'm really flexible at this point. I just, the goal is to get on the, the network and, and get in with that. I do have another um, idea that I'm trying to get off the ground. So another service that I offer is where I declutter homes before it goes on the market. It's a real fast paced um, event where the realtor comes in and they sign with the realtor And then i go in and declutter and kind of pre-stage the house and get the house kind of empty then the stager comes in and the painter comes in and all these other people come in and then it gets put on the market but i'm trying to do it so my part is done in five days or less so that way the houses can get on the market faster because usually homeowners do this all have a bunch of like a long laundry list of things they need to do before their house gets on the market, and then that could be six months down the road. And the realtor, each that person is taking care of other people. They're like, okay, that person's going, and that person's going, and let's. So if I can get their house on the market faster, then realtors will like me because they sell more houses, and homeowners like me because their house sells faster, you know, and everything. So and then I'm thinking we can, if I get enough realtors that use my services, then when I go to HTV I can be like, hey, let's do a uh let's let's do a home uh, selling show or something where i'm part of a dream team so to speak where a realtor a painter me a, a stager we just go in and tackle a house and they kind of record all of us and how we get houses on the market in two weeks or less in or in North southern california it, if, if we can get it going and i i become part of a dream team so to speak then and we just start doing this then it'll catch their eye and this could be a show or maybe they already have the realtor and they have so I'm kind of like pitching that other idea separately so those are the two uh, uh, shows that I'm trying to pitch and kind of get off the ground and kind of just get established as a um, export organizer in my area so that um, I'm appealing to the HGTV producer.
0: Yes we will get you there. (laughs) So let's work on that. But um, so what we're going to have the Mom Boss Mentality Retreat, we're going to have moms that are entrepreneurs, have a side hustle. Um, what are should we expect from the organization Maven at the retreat?
1: So I'm going to talk a little bit about distractions and having, you know, clearing clutter and clearing distractions and um, having a, a space that is just for their business um and just and so it's kind of twofold i'm going to talk a little bit about mom caves and how they need how to make a space that's kind of your relaxing space whether it's like a couch in the garage or uh you know you have a a corner where you put one of those egg chairs and you kind of have like your journal and that's kind of like your thinking space so i'm going to kind of help make us like suggestions for that space and clearing the distractions and and not having too much on your plate and delegating you know and really just focusing on the important stuff like keeping your kids alive feeding them taking a shower and journaling you know just just streamline what really is important and um, just kind of give the characteristics of how to manage your time and and not have so much on your plate. So. That's pretty much what I'm discovering right now during distance learning is moms are stuck at home, they're distance learning, they lost all their alone time and the binging at night Netflix, they're so exhausted, they're falling asleep and they're not even able to binge watch anything because they are home all day with their kids and they don't have any alone time and they don't have any alone space. That's probably the biggest thing. So um, I do, well at least I'm planning on making a handout that kind of will have like a recap of, you know, and then some tips to go with it. So um,
0: that's my plan. I'm excited. (laughs) I've never heard of mom caves. So I think that's an idea already.
1: They (laughs) they are very big on Pinterest. I have a mom cave
0: board. Wow. (laughs) I'm excited because I don't have a mom cave and I totally like, I can't binge watch on Netflix. And I am tired at night. You were like just speaking to me. So (laughs) I'm so excited that you're going to be part of the retreat. And um, it's just going to be so awesome. We have other women on board. And I'm just so excited. And so just a top, to to close it out, let's, um, do you have a top tip for busy moms, busy mom bosses um, that they can do today? to help with organization
1: okay well I guess my top tip is to um, really I guess define how you want your house to be uh, even if you can you know, make your kitchen your kitchen you know if you have a multi-purpose room you know those are a little tougher to, to do it but I mean have your kitchen be your kitchen have everything in your kitchen that you want you know if you're into baking you know don't have your baking ingredients in another room or the garage or something to that effect have everything you need For the kitchen, so that you can be a great cook, so that you can involve your kids to make cookies. You're home with them anyway, so you might as well make cookies with them. And, you know, there's no rules for 2020. If you want to start making Christmas cookies now, go for it. Uh, There's no rules this year. And um, 2020 didn't follow any rules, so why should we? So I'm encouraging people to start decorating for the holidays and whatnot because it's time. (laughs) But I mean, I don't really, so I know we should have like a top tip, but. Most of my tips are people come to me with a problem and then I can give them a tip like you or showed your refrigerator Which was so awesome on Instagram stories and then I'm like hey look at all those condiments that are yes. like taking all the space Why don't we put an egg crate underneath it? And then you you know, so it's a lot of that stuff kind of happens uh, So a lot of my clients uh, as I'm organizing and defining their space I'm like, so what, why don't we do this as a tip? Why don't we do that as a tip? And so uh I did a closet a couple of days ago, uh, sorry, last week, and all her boots flop over all the time. And so I, I actually keep pool noodles in my truck. And so I brought oh two pool noodles in and I cut them on the spot and put them in all her boots. And then I changed some of her shoes and whatnot. And she had no idea about the pool noodle trick. And I'm like, what? You don't know about the pool noodle trick? <laughs> So, uh, so I just do a lot of those kinds of tips when I'm in people's houses and organize and, 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 they're just things I've always known. And if you want to go to Pinterest, you can, but I've always known a lot of my tips and a lot of my houses are organized all the same way. Like if my neighbors ever were to talk. I mean, if my clients were ever to talk to each other, they would find out that I set up all the kitchens, the kitchen's the same and all the closets the same and all wow. the kids rooms the same.
0: Okay. I think <laughs> you need to write a book now.
1: So. <laughs> I, I it's a, we're working on it. We'll see how it goes. Right cool. now, I'm just working on handouts. Let's, yes, uh, I'm gonna focus on handouts. Yes.
0: Um, so, w- thank you for sharing your tips or some of your tips today. And I can't wait for you to be part of the retreat. We still have spots left for the retreat. So, um, and this is going to be released a week before the retreat. So, ladies, sign up, and you can have Allison. For a whole week of um, tips and tricks, and so how can people get in touch with you? Okay. The,
1: so yeah. the best way there's uh, two ways they can go to my website, which is www dot allison a l l i s o n almond just like the nut a l m o n d dot com. So they can go to my website; everything's there. The other option they can do is just type in the organization Maven to their Google browser, and the first three pages are all my social media platforms. So <laughs> I've done great skills to make sure that I am on every platform. So, um, so the organization Maven it'll pull up whatever social media platform of choice, so Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Nextdoor, uh, Google, like I'm on everything. So nice. and then all. All my um, services are listed. My pricing is listed. My before and after pictures are listed.
0: Um, Yeah. Okay. Well, everyone get in touch with Allison. Um, I think I'm going to set this up too, uh, probably after the retreat. But um, I'm so excited for the retreat. And I'm so excited that we met uh, via social media, via whatever virtual and I'm just excited to get to know you more. And I just want to thank you again for being part of the Mom Boss Motivation Podcast. Your story is so inspiring. And um, keep doing you. Keep dreaming. And be inspirational because you are. And um, I will talk to you guys next week. So thank you, Allison.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye. Okay, pause the recording.
1: Yeah,
0: I saw. Okay. Thank you so so much for listening to the Mom Boss Motivation podcast. This and every episode is dedicated to my mama. She is dedicated to her children and always works hard. I love you, mama. Follow me at Mom Boss Motivation and join my free Mom Boss Motivation Community on Facebook. Talk to you next week. Bye, loves.